When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. This is the Vice Guide to Right Now, your inside look into the best of Vice. It's Monday, April 9th. I'm Chris Hardy. Today we're discussing the mysterious and gruesome story of a 20th century serial killer named Bell Gunnis. The setting is Laporte, Indiana, in the year 1908. On the night of April 28th, a farmhouse belonging to a widow named Bell Gunnis burned to the ground. And when the embers cooled enough for investigators to dig through the rubble, they discovered the headless body of a woman clutching the charred remains of three children. They believed this to be Bell, but that wasn't all they discovered. They also found a number of decomposed, dismembered bodies buried on the same property, which pointed to Bell herself as the female serial killer known as Lady Bluebeard. But the truth still remains obscured, at least in part. Not only is it unclear if Gunnis really died in the fire, but the six-foot-tall Norwegian widow may have staged the whole thing and got away with it. Here's Vice's Ankita Rao speaking with writer Seth Ferranti on the story. What exactly is the incident that Bell Gunnis is known for? Oh, Bell, Bell Gunnis is, is known for um, putting one at in Scandinavian language newspapers in, in the U.S. and luring uh, Norwegian men to her farm. And then this could be like a 18-month, you know, courtship. But then she would get them there and she would kill them and cut them up and chop them and, and bury them and take their life savings or whatever money they brought because they thought they were going to, like, marry, you know, because it was a lady. And this was, like, previously after, you know, a couple husbands, you know, had been disposed of or – you know, she was never convicted of anything, but a couple husbands disappeared, you know, before. And it was like the same premise where she was the beneficiary of the insurance money. And what time period are we looking at here? When did this exactly happen? This is, um, you know, from like 1902 to 1908. That's when uh, in 1908 is when her house burned down and she disappeared. How did you first come across Belle Gunness? I'm always on the lookout you know, for, for a good tale, you know, cause I, I do a lot of, um, Q and A's mostly for vice. So, um, I get a lot of books sent to me and I, I'm always looking for something, you know, that kind of speaks to me differently, you know, than just a lot of the mainstream stuff. Cause you know, I'm, I'm I've, I've been with vice. I'm like a vice OG. I was doing columns for vice when I was still in prison. So I, I just look for that edgy kind of stuff. And I saw the book and it just had this, uh, you know, this cover of like, you know, this old like vintage photograph, you know, like, you know, 
early 20th century, late 19th century of this, like, you know, lady, she just looks like real imperious, you know, and it says Hell's Princess. And I was just like, man, I got to read this. I I started reading it. That's really how I found out about it. And Harold Schechter brings this up in the interview you have with him. But the idea of a female serial killer or mass murderer is still pretty rare. So was this book specifically about that? Or like, how does that play into her story? Like when I talked to Harold, you know, because I think that's what a lot of people assume that there wasn't a lot of female serial killers, you know, but he even told me like contrary to popular notions, there have been many female serial killers. So like he kind of explains it to me because the way most women who would kill multiple times, they would do it by poison. They would do it like kind of sneaky or sly, you know, the quaint Victorian way or whatever. You know, whereas men were more well-known because you had people like Jack the Ripper and others, they would just like mutilate people, rip them apart, you know, degradate the bodies or, you know, whatever uh, psychopaths do. So the the whole thing about uh, Bill Gunness is uh, just the physicality of her because she would just, I mean, she would kill people, she would poison them, but then she would hit them on the head with a hammer and then she would like take her down to her basement and, and chop them up. So it was like, you know, that's like something that would bring Jack the Ripper to mind. And it's just a Norwegian woman that lives in the Midwest on a farm. But there's also this mystery or speculation. You know, when you talk about Belganis, you know, you sound pretty sure that she did these crimes, but nobody's really sure. So where does that sort of uh, uncertainty come from? One thing, you know, they don't have any proof. It's not like she hadn't said anything. They never found her, you know, um, the house burned down and, and they found a, you know, a woman's body with like three kids and the, and the head chopped off. So they don't know if it was Bill Gunness or not. They even convicted uh, one of her former uh, scoring lovers for setting the fire, but not for killing him. But, uh, you know, it's just this thing like, did she really get away with this? You know, because they, they found all the, you know, they did dig and they found a bunch of bones and stuff under her farm. But, you know, it's all basically from, uh, you know, this one guy, Ray Lanshear, what he said you know, and just like what they surmise. And uh, who knows, it might be more, you know, legend than fact. But uh, I just think it's a it's a real, uh, you know, engaging and intriguing story, you know, and different, a very different story, too. And in the context of sort of weird, gruesome things that you've read about or seen, where does Belganis lie? I mean, you know, I'd say people have done a lot more gruesome things. You know, you think of people like Jeffrey Dahmer, stuff like that. But uh, I mean, what what were her story? It's not like a lot of times you see women do stuff like this, chop chop bodies up, or do you see it? You know, there's not a lot of stories like that out there. So I think that's why it's uh, intriguing, because if everything is true, you know, and it still could all be a mystery. I mean, she was one uh, vicious chick. It's interesting because one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this piece is because after you wrote that Q&A with the author, a lot of people read this piece and people were kind of discussing it and fixating on it. What do you think it is about the story that is just so weird that you want to know about this woman? I, I don't know. I, I think it goes back, you know, I mean, it, I, I want to read you this. There's this little stanza from the book. You know, they, they have like these things like murder ballads. They even had a book about like American murder ballads and their stories. And that's kind of where like the folklore, the legend of her, you know, they, in the papers. Because back then a lot of the papers were like tabloid type papers. And they really sensationalized it. But, uh, you know, there, there's this, um, you know, it's an anonymous. It's called the, the Ballad of uh, Belle Gunness. You know, Belle Gunness was a lady fair in Indiana State. She weighed about 300 pounds, and that is quite some weight. 
that she was stronger than a man her neighbors all did own. She butchered hogs right easily and did it all alone. But hogs were just a sideline she indulged in now and then. Her favorite occupation was a butchering of men. You know, these legends kind of build up. And I, I think, you know, the, the ones that we call legends or myths or whatever, those are the ones that are the most interesting that, you know, kind of strike a chord with society, you know, at large. And I, I think her being like this new type of female serial killer. I mean, I, I look at this book and I'm like, man, this would make like a, a badass movie, you know, with a, like a period piece, you know, type of movie. I'm like, man, that could be like a, you know, like a groundbreaking movie. But who knows? I just think it's that one real kind of compelling, uh, engaging story that you just don't hear that often. Was there anything you learned about from talking to Harold Schechter that you didn't know about this story? I mean, I, I would just say, I always like to ask the writers about their research. And uh, he made a research trip out to Laporte, Indiana, and they had this historical society museum. And he said he found all types of documents relating to Bill Gunness. And that's, I, that's what I think, you know, like sometimes like this story was a big story, like, like back then when it happened and the papers were eating it up, you know, and there were ballads about it and it was in the folk, folklore of Indiana. But I, I love stories like this because they're so like geographical, you know, some of these stories go national, international or whatever, but this is one that just kind of stage, you know, like really, really local. And I, I think that's what I really learned, you know, because because some stories, they might be good stories. They just haven't been brought out to the world, you know, engaging stories. You know, uh, I, I just think it's it's cool how you see these uh, things that are local and they've been local legends for a long time and then kind of, you know, get thrown on a, a, a big stage. To read the full article, go to vice.com. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. And tune in again on Monday for another Vice Guide to Right Now.